Hey, it's Carver. Welcome back to my technology show. It's been one week since I've been on here. If you didn't catch my last episode, you can catch it on my website, dorper.me. That's D-O-R-P-E-R period M-E. So let's get right into the news with uh, a story from Microsoft. Uh, They're releasing something called Cascadia Code, which is another programming font. It has, uh, I'm going to butcher this name, Ligiters. Uh, which are basically you type in two characters and they show up as one. Like you type in a greater than symbol and then an equal to symbol and it shows up as a greater than or equal to symbol. I don't really prefer them because a lot of the time it, they're made for, I guess, functional languages a lot. And if you have uh, something that means something different in another language, it looks really weird. Like, for example, if you have something like, I have to think of something. Uh, you got like two uh, brackets when you mean, which means like set something, it might show up as like an arrow arrow instead of like if you want to be like very greater than. I don't know. I'm, I'm running out of ideas for ligers. I don't use them much. So yeah, that's a thing. If you like them, you can check it out. It's just an error programming font. I don't really get it. People just like making fonts that are basically the same. We talked about a font last week. If you want to listen to that, you can go listen to it. Not telling you what to do. So, another story. Um, LLVM 9, which is low-level virtual machine version 9. I don't know why they had to bump it up all the way to version 9, because I do not see a big difference with LLVM 8 and 9. So, the only additions are pretty much optimization. Yep, no real features. Just optimization. And there's a bug where it doesn't get compiled by GCC 9. So, you have to compile it with LLVM. Uh, I can see why people would like uh, optimizations, but I don't think optimizations should be classified as a whole new version instead of just a point version. I'm not really sure how they do their numbering scheme, but it just seems like a marketing uh, uh, attempt to make sh- make LLVM more popular by just pumping up the name to make it seem like, oh, they added stuff, but when they really just optimized the code they had before. Uh, yeah, I don't really use LLVM, but... Some people do, so they might appreciate this. So, another thing. Uh, there was a raid at Area 51. By raid, I mean uh, 2 million people said they would show up, but only 75 people did show up, uh, with one pe- person being arrested and one person being detained, making it the worst turnout in the history of, I guess, turnouts. Well, this was actually a success for a lot of music artists who did concerts uh, in Nevada, telling people that, oh, come to our thing because you don't want to be shot. And then they had, like, concerts and played music. I think it was a lot of, like, modern music and alien-like music, whatever that is, because we don't know what aliens listen to. Probably white noise for all we know. Um, so I don't really get why people would ever fly all the way to Nevada to rate it. It was a kind of a joke from the get-go, but uh, I think the state spent a lot of money just in case, so it probably cost a lot. Mm, not really my thing to talk about Area 51, because I don't really listen to whatever music they were playing, but yeah. So another story. Uh, this is a pretty big story. Uh, Richard Stallman, the head of the, well, previously head, he got, he resigned. Richard Stallman, the, um, previous president of the Free Software Foundation, has resigned from both the FSF and MIT. So you might be wondering, why would RMS do this? Well, because he said something good about Epstein. 
saying, I think it was, uh, well, he gave money to MIT, and that's good because he worked at MIT. But people that say, oh, he's just uh, saying that. Uh, it's not like he's supporting what Epstein did or whatever. But then you look at what he said in the past. Like, I can't say these things on the air. They're so bad. Uh, you, If you really want to do it, look up uh, Richard Stallman quotes and look under, like, wiki quote, and then you'll see what I'm talking about. Let's just say he... Um, did he supported distributing materials which are illegal to distribute for obvious reasons in the United States? Yeah, those things. Uh, and sees some sort of activity which is illegal in the United States for obvious reasons because it hurts people which uh, are, let's just say, under the age uh, from... Yeah, he supports doing that. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's pretty bad. So people are coming out of the woodwork to defend him. Most people have no idea what he said in the past. Uh, a lot of people are actually finally saying, finally, they got rid of him. He's finally gone. The toe cheese man is gone. If you don't get that, uh, you probably do not want to look up what I just said. Richard Stallman, toe cheese. It's pretty gross. Um, so he, he isn't actually that big of a programmer himself. He likes to say he's the founder of the FSF, did a lot of stuff with Emacs. He hasn't actually done much. He says he has never been able to install Linux. Yeah, that's right. Uh, sorry, GNU plus Linux, as he pronounces it for some reason, because he apparently has the world's worst pronunciation of every word possible. I have no idea how you pronounce Linux as Linux, but apparently if you're Stallman, you have that weird nasally voice that seems to be able to pronounce every word with uh, the incorrect word. So that's kind of weird. But yeah, he he pretty much only has made Emacs, and even Emacs isn't actually a big thing that he's... He had actually borrowed it from someone else. Um, it was originally written for the Taiko editor. It stands for Editor Macros for Taiko. So originally someone else wrote Taiko, and then someone else wrote the original Editor Macros, Emacs, and then Stallman added to it in, like, Lisp, uh... And then he passed that off on as GNU Emacs, which is a pretty good editor if it makes no sense and causes you to have to press super meta hyper shift uh, O and then turn around and press the power button with your pinky to copy a file to another place. Uh, it's it's an editor. It's like it's like Vim pretty much, except it's nothing like Vim, but it's like the same cult following as Vim. Uh, even he said like. Oh, Vi's the editor of the devil. But, yeah, it's, it's, he does that a joke, but pretty much he is, he, he is, treats Emacs as her religion. He has alt.religion.emacs on a news group site. So, pretty much his only claim to fame is Emacs and starting the FSF and then claiming that he has written all the software, even though he's the founder of GNU, but he hasn't actually written any of, like, core utils, I'm pretty sure. Other people did, and he claimed credit because he just doesn't know how to program anymore. He hasn't programmed in like a couple, like 10 years. That's probably why GNU Herd is such a dumpster fire right now. They finally released a new version. It's still a 32-bit microkernel, which probably can't run anything, but at least it can run Debian. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure KfreeBSD uh, K can do that also. And he's well known for his social activism. Uh, as I said before, uh, activism for the liberties of doing stuff which should not be classified as liberties. Um, but another thing, he like, 
he like he's like if you had the political compass, he's as far down to the left as you can get. And the funny thing is, is he gets a lot of money from he got a lot of money from MIT. He got like uh, I think he has a mil he had a million dollars from MIT, which is quite a lot of money for someone that he probably does live frugally, but that means he's hoarding hoarding it all. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, so he he's not really the best person, and I'm pretty happy that he actually got uh, he didn't get fired. He resigned finally, so they can uh, like move move on and not actually have to do with Stallman anymore. But there's like a joke where people uh, have muted Stallman with a filter from email lists because every comment he makes is usually really annoying. And it has this weird f header on it which says, if you are FBI watching my email, think if you should do this or not. Ah, and then at the footer it has something similar. So it's just a, so he thinks that the FBI is spying on his emails, which are public. So that's kind of weird. Uh, and he's had a lot of issues with everyone having controversy. So uh, about the F FSF. So a while ago, I... I saw on their Twitter that, um, you know how he says Twitter for web, Twitter for Android, uh, tw Twitter for BlackBerry. Um, I saw on it, it's a Twitter web client. So I remember back then, well, back before then, I asked the FSF why they were using Twitter because it uses non-free JavaScript, which is something they campaign against. And they said, oh, we use the original web, mobile web, which has no JavaScript in it. Look back forward that at to the time that I was talking about before. Wow, I'm horrible at sequencing things. I see that it says uh, instead of uh, Twitter, I think it's uh, mobile web M2. It's a Twitter web client, and it's impossible to post from the web client without using uh, JavaScript. So I uh, I sent it to them, and uh, later you just look at theirs, and it says finally mobile web client. Hmm. So it seems like they were being hypocrites, which they are. You look at what they spend their money on, and it's mostly non-free hardware, which they say is uh, destroying human rights or something. When you see what they're spending money on, HP monitors, HP servers, like a lot of like laptops, which aren't like ThinkPads with LibreBoot installed. LibreBoot's another joke. Uh, sorry, Leo Rowe, you're not a programmer. You remove stuff from programs. It does removing thing doesn't make you a programmer. It makes you something someone that cuts out features so you can call it free by saying that you cut out all the driver support from Core Boot. So yeah, that's enough Stallman. So one more thing. We have uh, Ubuntu 19.10, which is like nine it's like 20.04 from the fact that it doesn't support 32 bit, which I talked about in the last episode. If you want to hear that, you should go listen to it. So there's not really much changes with 19.10, apart from removing 32-bit. They have uh, LZ4 boot compression, so I think whatever that means, it hopefully will boot faster. Um, also, GNOME 3.34, I hate GNOME in pretty much every way. It's, it's GNOME 3, awful. Just They should have just come up with what Mateo did and just continued GNOME 3. But no, they had to be special and decided that they would do, like huge borders windows 8 like tablet interface that didn't really work they still use that ugly font not font i mean i've been talking about way too much fonts recently ugly icon set uh the one i can't pronounce a wada 
I, I'm still going to pronounce that wrong to the end of time. Yeah, so it's, which is an ugly uh, logo and the huge icons, the huge text, the huge buttons. They tried to do tablet, didn't work. It's pretty bad. They shouldn't have ever done it. I prefer Unity even over GNOME 3. Even though Unity is horrible and keeps breaking, at least it's not GNOME 3, which the, start can you, the second you start it up, it's already broken because it's GNOME 3. And it's broken by pretty much design. When they removed all the menus, I mean, you have to use mouse gestures, move your cursor to the top of the screen to select quick start apps, no taskbar. You pretty much have to install everything with add-ons, everything CSS now. It's awful. Awful. So that's pretty much all the um, changes that were added in 19.04. Not 19.04, I mean 19.10, sorry. So... People that are currently using 18.04, that's the 32-bit people, will still be able to use it to 2023, which will be the end of support for 32-bit Ubuntu, which I talked about at the last episode, which pretty much concludes all the news I have for today. Thank you for watching. If you want to like check out the older episode, uh, go to my website, dorper.me, dorper.me, which I post my shows there. Uh, thank you for watching, and if you want to listen to my next show, it's the same time, Sunday at 12 o'clock in the afternoon. Make sure to tune in. I've been Carver. Thank you for listening to for my technology show. Here's some music.